Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the fastest of magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back. Talking about another barrier and roadblock to soul progress. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about moving from the imposition and posture to Christic superpowers. This is a continuation from my last episode in which I was talking about imposition, and posture, and the three types, which were the natural talent imposter, the idealistic perfectionist, and also the proficient expert. And you can go back and listen to my last episode. And I said for you to stay tuned, because I was going to be talking about this whole notion of three qualities that those three types lack. And those three qualities, as well as I'll be talking about other qualities, which was discipline, flexibility, and grace. Each one of those qualities was not a part of one or even all of this imposition and posture consciousness that's created in the three types that I talked about. When we're talking about these superpowers of discipline, flexibility, and grace, that helps the soul to grow, advance, and accelerate their evolutionary progress. Now you're becoming into the driver's seat. You're becoming be aware of the fact that in order for the soul to evolve, it has to have some discipline. It has to be able to know what I need to play and what I need to work. The soul has to know when it's okay to go 75 miles on a thoroughfare, and when is appropriate to go 35 in a neighborhood? That's discipline. How do we discipline our soul? I'll be talking about that in a minute. But the next quality that I mentioned in the previous episode was flexibility. When we become too rigid and only thinking that there's only one way of doing something, which is sometimes the qualities of the imposter because we didn't do it right, therefore evoke self-doubt, then we're off the path of what it is to truly walk a soul-filled path of knowing that the experiences that are coming to us are teaching us and helping us to learn certain things. And therefore, we have to be flexible in how we approach and how we see things. And also, discipline's still there as of superpower, but it's the flexibility to know that things are not going to always go the way we want them to go. Uh, we envision them to happen. Yes, you would like that. But if they don't, what's to be learned? What's to be garnered from the experience? And that's how the soul 
takes any stumbling blocks, if you heard this saying said before, into stepping stones. Because that's the degree of flexibility that the imposition and posture types usually lack. Now, the other quality that I talked about was grace was one of the missing elements, especially in the one that I was talking about regarding proficient expert. There's a lack of grace. Let's talk about grace and what the soul needs. Grace is a form of compassion. Grace is a form of love. Grace is a form of caring enough about you and other people that are sensitive to their needs and sensitive to what you may need to say and what you may not need to say. Grace is a marvelous quality of the Holy Spirit that allows us to love in ways that can be truly profound as a superpower. And it's something that we can always ask to have more of grace in our thoughts and in our feelings about ourselves and about other people, as well as part of that grace is forgiving. Being forgiven with a, a disciplined eye to know that, yes, I can forgive this person for some of the behaviors of actions that they've done, but also I'm aware that this is maybe a pattern for this person. And so I'm also uh, wise about how I want that person to interact with me as well. When we're getting back and talking about moving into this imposter type of quality, specifically the imposition imposter types, and move it into Christic superpowers is what our conversation is today about. And something that I have periodically talked about throughout the year about the superpowers that exist. And three of those superpowers that the soul can garner and it becomes like liquid gold to the soul because it's, it's something that uh, sparkles for the soul is being disciplined, having flexibility, and being gracious in your interactions and in your deeds and in the things you do. That you're more purposeful. You're living life on purpose and intentional. That becomes the, the sparkle, as I was saying, to what the soul is looking for and the substance that allows the soul to feel like it's thriving in the midst of whatever situation that it finds itself in. The other superpowers that we're going to be talking about in a minute, and I just want to focus on one, and then I'm going to circle back and talking. I want to talk about what does it require for us to develop these superpowers. One superpower that I want to talk about that helps to move past this imposition and posture is the quality of peace. Usually when these imposters are rearing their head, there's a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of angst or anxiety about what we should do or how we didn't do it right or what this person's going to think about us and on and on and on, which comes that quality of the ego persona. It's kind of this perpetual wheel of, of never being good enough, never doing it right. But under the grace of the superpowers, it's just like that's foreign land. That's a foreign country. It's like that's speaking another language. That's not the language of my soul and what my soul needs, and what your soul needs. And the soul is needing peace to hear the inner voice, the higher voice of Christ and the God source, the creator. When we're 
having a lot of chatter going on with these imposters taking place. We need to say, peace, be still. You've heard me say this in the past. We have to be able to say, in my mind, peace, be still. In my heart and feelings, peace, be still. In my actions and behaviors, slow it down, peace, be still. We can ask in the name of Jesus Christ, peace, be still, peace, be still. Think about peace. Look at what peace means for you in your life. Breathe in peace. Read about peace. Start to cultivate the quality of peace. It's a marvelous quality to have as your soul is walking and navigating a spiritual direction and path through the different types of um, events or situations or circumstances or people that the soul is dealing with. Peace be still. Where there is peace, that means chatter goes and what comes up instead is harmony. And where there is harmony and peace, you can hear your inner self telling you what is the best next thing for you to do, how to manage the situation. Because there's an innate intelligence that exists within us that wants to help us. If given the space and the making of the space, and the opportunity for us to ask the question of our inner self, our soul, to be able to now listen and listening grace to hear what is being stated or what you need to know, what you need to hear. So think about that quality of peace because it truly is a superpower. It allows you to be able to tie into something higher, something greater, within and above you and around you. I want to get back into talking about, so what's required for us in order for us to be more in attunement with our soul and also to advance a couple of these superpowers we've been talking about, be it with discipline, flexibility, grace, and more recently just talking about peace. The first thing that we have to realize is the eager persona has a particular bent of how it wants to look at things. And it wants to look at the things from a a perspective of comparison. And it wants to look at things from a perspective of who did it right and who did it wrong. And it wants to look at it from a perspective of competitiveness. I'm going to be competitive and I'm going to win it because I love to win. But usually it's void of I want to win for the glory of God. Instead is I want to win for me. Me, I want to win. I want the glory. I, 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 I is missing out on the source, which gives you your energy and your ability to live in this world, which comes from the creator, comes from that God source, comes from that I am presence, the Atman that exists within you and around you. It comes from the universe, this energy that you have that is a part of this planet. The first thing that we have to be aware of, we have to reframe our thinking. Move it out of the ego persona and move it into, are my thoughts the thoughts that would be Christ-like? How am I thinking about this situation? Is that you're asking yourself, your inner self, how do I need to think about this situation? Is there something that's missing that I'm not seeing that I need to see? Is there something that I need to do right now that I need to be more attuned to. 
and listen to the promptings. Because as we're working to refine our thinking and becoming more attuned to, that thought is not something that the Christ would think about. It's nothing that Jesus would have entertaining in his mind. So why am I entertaining in my mind? And that thought, which is about how this person has hurt me and harmed me, well, yes, maybe we need to think about that and get clarity about that. But once we get clarity, that's saying, okay, I understand what's going on here. I also learn, understand that the learning lesson is for me and what maybe be for them as well. But I'm going to take up my own perspective about how I want to do this better for my own soul growth and advancement. So the reframing your thoughts is being at first you have to observe your thoughts and observe your feelings, which we'll talk about next. You have to observe them and look at how they revolve. What are the themes? What are the patterns that keep on coming up in your thinking with situations, with people, or circumstances or events that are happening for you? How are they coming up for me? And is there any theme? So sometimes it's good to keep a little journal on your phone or written, you know, that you start to observe that about yourself. And it's those patterns that you, or uh, I should say those patterns and beliefs that are coming up that you want to know about. Because those can be transformed. And those can help you to understand what specific ways you may need to transform that particular thought or that particular pattern or belief that is not in keeping with the attunement to your soul evolution and growth. The next thing is with our feelings. We need to be able to celebrate our feelings. And that takes time. Because feelings are also, you've heard this before, like emotions, energy, emotion. Feelings come, feelings go. Emotions come, emotions go. It's like the tidal wave or the water on a shoreline that comes in and goes back out. Well, in order to help to navigate our feelings that can't feel like the water slipping through our hands, we have to ask more questions of ourselves. Why am I upset? What's getting me so upset? Because there's a conscious level and there's sometimes a subconscious and unconscious levels to why we're upset. And therefore, as I said earlier about needing peace, you need to have peace in order to have attunement and have the ear, the inner ear of hearing. Why is this happening like this? Why is this feeling coming up this way? What's happening here? What is it that you're trying to teach me, help me to understand? Because these experiences and these feelings are trying to help us in some ways, but we don't want to get into ruminating about them because that's not going to serve us or not going to help us. What we're trying to do is be in more of a curious mindset, just being curious and playful about it, knowing that, like I said earlier, feelings are like water that slips through our hands, emotions, energy, emotion. So we want to be curious. We want to be light about it. Because in this process of transforming ourselves, we don't want to do it with a heavy hand. We want to have joy. We want to have curiosity. We want to be able to smile at ourselves when we see something that we've done that wasn't great, but we can see it now and we can smile about it and see it for what it is. We talk about reframing the thoughts and being able to get into more questioning around our feelings 
that we're experiencing, but we also need to embrace our actions, embrace them more and do them more intentionally and not haphazardly in order to move from this imposition, imposter state of consciousness into a more Christic using superpowers to help us to be more Christ-like in thought, word, and deed. When we're embracing our actions, which is our behaviors, we're being aware of the fact that how I acted there could have been better. Okay, what do I need to correct? What do I need to do a little bit differently? Not be so critical of yourself. Just make a shift, know it for next time, and be intentional about making the shift and change. Because sometimes it's good to read about the saints and also to read about, you know, um, all the different characters in the Bible and the behaviors they engaged in, some of which got them into trouble, <laughs> and then some of them that elevated them, that elevated them because they were more in alignment with God's laws and more in alignment with being obedient, which is another superpower. Our soul it's important to know the quality of obedience and that some of that obedience is being able to be in listening grace and act when it's asking us to act our inner self, our soul self. But also some of it is studying and being aware of what does obedience look like in my life? What does it mean for me? And how do I want to portray it in the things that I do? And I would encourage you to think about that. I talk a little bit about obedience and some of the other qualities that I'm calling here superpowers that are soul-centered qualities in my book, which you can look up on Amazon. But that's not to say you need to do that, but it's more of the quality of obedience and getting some reflections about how that can help you and transform specifically this imposition imposter into more Christic superpowers that are in alignment with your soul and your soul progress and evolution. So with embracing actions that you're engaged in, even those actions that didn't go so well, you're embracing them. You're seeing from what they are and you're not allowing them to get the best of you. You can make a shift. You can pivot. You can do something else or do something different. That is part of living of life. We're all growing and learning. We're not going to do it right 24-7. It takes time. It takes consistency. But your willingness to put the time in and put in the consistency is powerful in itself. Then sometimes the other quality that I'd like to mention in terms of what is required for us to make this shift and this change is the last thing, which is connection, ongoing connections within, as well as those connections with people of like mind. And the connection within is you're taking time to reflect, to be at quiet with yourself, to make sure you're having some solitude time of just going within. And I did a couple of meditations and other episodes that you could be able to go back and listen to. But you can, there's plenty of on the internet that you can go to and listen to as well. This quietness, this meditativeness, is really helpful for getting a greater awareness of what is important to your soul and your soul's blueprint in helping you to evolve and to grow. Next step to the next step 
next step, one step at a time, moving forward and not getting stalled, not getting detoured off of your spiritual path and getting clarity about that path that is right for you. Through that quietness and the connection, the internally within and also looking up to the greater good of your creator, your I am presence, the Atman, that can guide, aid, and direct you as well. And then this part of connection is with other people of like mind, having people that think similarly to you, that are walking a spiritual path, that are interested in growing and advancing, and their spiritual path is good because we do need people around us to, to help us and give us words of encouragement and be able to help us do maybe difficult or challenging situations. If you have that of people around you, be it family or friends or, or, or church community um, or meditative community, that's all good. And as I said, we do need those types of things around us. Um, to support us when we're feeling low or we're feeling down or we're feeling something's not quite right, to be able to have someone to talk to or to share your experiences with is very powerful. And there are a lot of online groups that are spiritually based. It's another avenue that you can be able to do that as well. And if at any point in time, there's a group of you who want to start a community with what I'm doing in terms of mastering life's adventures, I welcome that and I would love that too of like-minded people. But those are all choices. There's so many different things that are out there that can support you and help you as you're moving forward, moving using these superpowers that I've been talking about of discipline and flexibility and grace and peace and also obedience. And the last quality I'm going to talk about because I'm going to talk about in other podcasts, other qualities of Christic powers, superpowers that we have in our soul evolution. Because what I've been past, I've been talking about in the past year here are this of the barriers that get in our way, the um, roadblocks that kind of get in our way to our soul moving forward. It's not to say I'm not going to continue to talk about some of those things, but I'm going to maybe talk about it under a different heading. But I also want to make sure under underneath all this is the support of the soul and what is important to the soul. And the soul, which is one of the most primary important things, is your awareness. Is you you get it, that you do have a soul, which is the substance of your life, that it does have purpose, and you do have purpose and meaning. And there is a blueprint. Just as there's no two snowflakes alike, there are no two people alike. And you're here on purpose. And there is a reason for your being here. Things do not happen happenstance. All are part of the cosmic laws that exist in the universe, which I've talked about in the past. But this quality of discernment, which I've talked about before as well, but it's one of those superpowers that I love because one of the things that the soul is so in need of is discernment, helping to see what is real, what is not real, what is true, what is not true. What is the, the, the kind of the fine line between what direction do I need to move in for my soul evolution and progress and advancement? And the ways in which we go towards discernment is first by asking for it, 
because we've already cleared the field a little bit. When I finished talking about reframing your thoughts and asking more questions or your feelings and being to embrace your actions and being able to connect within and without, well, discernment in that connection process, you are actually helping the soul to see what is and what is not. Because sometimes we can make things up. We can fabricate things and want them to be that way. And it may not be true at all. And it's only through us that we help the soul to be disciplined, to be able to ask the, the question about what's true. Is this true? Is this not true? God, guide me, direct me, aid me. Help me to see those things that I need to see. Many times we do things absent of asking God, the I am presence, your spiritual nature, to help you to discern what is true and what isn't true. We usually ask other people or we seek out through other means. But why not first begin with self? I'm not going to say you can't do those things, but why not get into the habit of asking the Lord, your creator, asking Jesus to step into your world, help to give you a greater sense of discernment and clarity about the decisions that you need to make in your life. It can be simple as, in the name of Jesus Christ, I ask you for your guidance with this matter, whatever that matter is, and I surrender it to your will, to God's will and glory. Because I believe ultimately, as the soul is evolving and growing and advancing, is also learning how to serve and to give to others as it is learning and advancing in itself and evolution. So it's a combination of evolving and growing, not just for the self, your own self, but also in the service of helping other people as well. Something to think about. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Master in Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.